Hey Jam Fam, before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to give y'all a heads up that technology was not on me and Missy's side today. So there's some glitches in the audio here and there throughout the episode, but the worst of it is within about the first five minutes. So hang in there with us. We appreciate your understanding and let's get into the episode. That is definitely a jam. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to My Sister's Jam. This is Camille, your host. And of course, I'm here with my big sister, your other host, Missy. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, everybody. What's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, girl? How are you feeling today? I'm sleepy as all hell. How are you? Oh, How are you though? Mm, I'm um, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> we all, I guess, we better get to it so we can get through it and let my sister go to sleep. <laughs> please, please, and thank so, you. yes, ma'am. So today, y'all, we are going to be discussing our favorite New Jack Swing jams, and of hey. course, in a minute or two, I'm gonna. Yes, I'm going to give y'all a little bit of information about New Jack Swing, of course. But before I do, is my sister ready to give us what happened on Today in Music History? It's February 22nd. What happened? Okay, girl. And Today in Music History, it is February 22nd. So in 1989, a category for heavy metal was included at the Grammy Awards for the very first time. And I feel like that was like super late for heavy metal to be in there for the first time. 1989? Oh, I don't know. It does seem a little bit late. Right. I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. So, but anyway, um, Metallica performed on stage, but the award went to Jethro Tull. Many audience members booed. And I'm like, Please don't do things like that, people. Don't boo. That is just so <laughs> disrespectful. That is rude. <laughs> I mean, it's the Grammys, y'all. Okay. Like, you can you have some class. <laughs> have some class. You are at the Grammy Awards. Come on. And um, in 1976, Florence Ballard of the Supremes died of cardiac arrest at the young, young age of 32. I had no idea she was that young when she passed away. Um, she sang on 16 top 40 singles with the group including 10 number one hits Ballard had left the group in 1967 she then lost an 8 million dollar lawsuit against Motown Records she struggled with alcoholism and depression and poverty for three years and was living on welfare when she died oh man yeah girl I mean imagine being with the Supremes I mean and they were like the most I think to this day they were the most successful group at Motown I think I remember I I think I remember reading that and I remember being surprised because I thought it was boys to men but I think Mm. I think I'm right about that they were the most successful act to this day oh wow and imagine being on poverty and you were part of the most successful act in Motown yeah, crazy. And 32 is crazy young, especially for cardiac arrest. Like, wow. 
Okay, well, thank you for those facts, sister. And now, a little bit about New Jack Swing. Now, New Jack Swing is also known as New Jack or Swing Beat, and it's a fusion genre of the rhythms and production techniques of hip-hop and dance pop and the urban contemporary sound of R&B. Now, it's spearheaded by producers Teddy Riley, Bernard Bell, Jimmy Jam, and Terry Lewis. New Jack Swing was most popular from the late 1980s to the early 1990s, also known as the best time for music. <laughs> right. Also known as fire jams everywhere. Everywhere you look, it was just fire jams. That's also what Everywhere you turn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> So that's a little bit about New Jack Swing. And y'all are going to recognize this sound, especially when you take a listen to the playlist. You're going to be like, oh, that's New Jack Swing. Yes, very distinct sound, very much fire. And I'm very much excited to get into it. Is my Me sister too. ready for her first jam? I am. And it's going to put y'all in y'all nostalgic feelings and things like that, too, probably, when you listen to the playlist. But I am ready for my first jam. So let's go and get into it, sister, because I'm excited about this one, too. My first new Jack Swing jam that I'm going to get into is I'm Dreaming. I'm Dreaming is a song by American recording R&B artist Christopher Williams and was released in February of 1991 as the first single from the soundtrack album to the movie New Jack City, in which Christopher also played a supporting role as Kareem Akbar. Now, the classic Mm -hmm. crime thriller also starred Wesley Snipes, Mario Van Peoples, and Chris Rock. So I'm Dreaming peaked at number one on the Billboard Hot R&B Singles Charts, becoming his first and only song to hit number one. Now I was kind of surprised to find that out because he definitely had like some more jams that I loved. Like he he had a song called Talk to Myself. And All I See, which those were hits in their own right too, but I I just thought that they had also reached number one because they were like everywhere. and They were like everybody's jam, mm. but okay. Anyway, um, I'm Dreaming though. Okay, let me just make clear. I'm Dreaming is my favorite Christopher Williams jam, like period. I, and I think I can safely say that back in the late 80s, early 90s period, when he was at his peak, Christopher was pretty much considered like the co-president of the fine light-skinned man coalition. I'm hollering. (laughs) She was the co-president. I mean, I mean, he was like him and one other dude like had it all locked back then for the light-skinned fine dudes. I mean, he would Uh come up you know, he would come on the screen and women r- went crazy. They were just like, <gasps> so that's just how it was back then. And so anyway, mm-hmm. he is actually the nephew of famed jazz singer Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, right. I didn't know that either. I'm like, okay. And he was known for his passionate baritone voice. And he was even sometimes considered the modern day Teddy Pendergrass quote unquote and I can kind of see that being the case um, kind of mildly because nobody really touches Teddy mm-hmm. you know 
But I can kind of sort of see that because if you go back and listen to some of Christopher Williams' songs, he'd definitely be hollering like Teddy do. You know how he'll holler at you. Uh, <laughs> and, and he yes. does a, oh, oh, oh. And he like he do that stuff like that Teddy do. Oh, oh, oh. And so I'm like, okay, I can kind of... <laughs> Yes, so in that way, yes, somewhat similar to Teddy. <laughs> yes. So, you know, he kind of had that, you know. So I can see it. <laughs> now, and now, Chris, though, because he, he was like so fine, he also mm-hmm. dealt with some beautiful women in his day, too. I mean, stunning. So he had a child with actress Stacey Dash. And mm-hmm. he he dated Holly Berry for a brief time in the early 90s. I'm like, but them two together. I'm like, wait a minute. Y- y'all got to ease up just a mm-hmm. little. You know, a little. <laughs> I mean, that's just too much beauty at one time. And uh, in more <laughs> recent in more recent years, though, he has struggled with both legal troubles, including an arrest for misdemeanor theft. I want to say about five or six years ago. And, but I might be lying about that. Cause you know how I seem to neglect the COVID year. So it was probably like eight years ago. Uh, yeah. So whenever I go to say some knee jerk, I got to add two years anyway. Um, <laughs> and he's also struggled with health problems, um, kidney failure, you know, kidney issues, you know, things like that. But from what I can tell, he seems to be, doing well and getting his health back on track which is good to see but uh yeah you can tell he just went through quite a bit when looking at him now present day oh well i'm dreaming is definitely a jam man i'm just dreaming he does seem kind (laughs) of what's the word uh how teddy like forcefully (laughs) yeah forcefully yes he does sing, yes, I'm dreaming. You know, so you can. <laughs> Just yeah. let me sleep. You know, so he, he, <laughs> he sings with the forcefulness. And I love it. Like, I'm dreaming. It's, it's so, good. It was good. It's, it's so quintessential New Jack Swing. That is by far my favorite Chris Williams song. Period. I love it. Well, on to my first jam. I've got Night and Day. This is the debut single by Albie Shore from his debut album, In Effect Mode, from 1988. Mm -hmm. Man. A jam. A jam. Now, Night and Day reached number seven on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and number one on the Billboard Hot Black Singles chart. Now, the song was written and produced by Albie Shore and Kyle, Kyle West, and it earned Albie Shore a nomination for a Grammy Award for Best Male R&B Vocal Performance at the 31st Grammy Awards in 1989, but it lost to Introducing the Heartline, according to Terrence Trendarby, by Terrence Trendarby. Yeah, that, that album was really hard. That, that Terrence Trendarby goes hard. But anyway. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. This jam was covered a handful of times, including versions by Raheem Devon in 2009 and Michelle Indegiocello from 2018, and a reworking of the song by Albie Shore's son, Quincy, called I Can Tell You Night and Day 2.0 in 2017. Now, I haven't heard these other versions, but I bet all three of them are fire because Raheem Devon and Michelle are fire. 
And then, yeah. I don't know, Quincy's probably good as his son. I'm, I'm sure it was good. I'm sure it was good. Yeah, he kind of cool. Night- cool. He got a cool, cool. voice. Mm-hmm. Right, cool. Now, Night and Day is probably my favorite of all the jams I'm going to cover today because it's just such a smooth vibe. Ooh. And y'all, <laughs> I'll be sure, I believe, is the president mm-hmm. of the light skin fine men coalition <laughs> girl listen <laughs> listen which may have added to me liking the song <laughs> listen i'm glad you went ahead and brought that up and knew that that was the other residing member that i, I was talking about it, <laughs> the, the other presiding <laughs> the other presiding president you know <laughs> listen i figured that it might be because, because yeah yes i yep. mean that's when light skin together. was in yes <laughs> light skin was in okay they i'll be sure was coming with it, it with the cuts Man. in the eyebrow boy, boy, boy. i'm hollering <laughs> <laughs> a vibe a but vibe no. a vibe a vibe but you know what one of my favorite memories about this song is sister and i know you know what i'm gonna talk about so y'all know that that me and my sister are obsessed with true crime and so of course with Dahmer when Dahmer was released on netflix we was like okay are we gonna watch this because even we were kind of freaked out by the trailer we like i don't know but we went in and broke down and watched it and so during like the t- the stretch of time in the late eighties nineties where he was killing people, like the music was fire, right? And so, <laughs> yo, <laughs> so Jeffrey goes in the bar and Night and Day is playing, and I'm like vibing watching this horrific show. <laughs> it's so, horrific, but the vibes, the vibes in throughout the docuseries it was just such a vibe and so of course I had to pause that part in inbox so they like hey so that part with Jeffrey came in the bar she was like you talk about I'll be sure I was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like yes <laughs> excellent I jam. couldn't believe they was playing my jam I, I was like wait they playing that jam and Dahmer uh, right, like said, not the vibes, not not vibing to a serial killer show. Right, right. <laughs> please don't do this to us. Please do not play night and day while Jeffrey is going out shopping for a new victim. Like, please on the prowl, right? On, on the, the prowl. No, I can't. No. But man, a jam it is indeed. Indeed, that's probably one of my favorite songs ever. I'll be sure did it with that period yes absolutely mm-hmm. all right oh your all second right. jam then on to my second jam sister and that is i want to sex you up everybody hey, don't know what i'm about when i say that i want to sex you up okay i want to sex you up is a song by american r&b group me bad and it was released in March of 1991 as the lead single from their debut album, CMB. And it was also featured, again, another track from the soundtrack to the 1991 film, New Jack City. 
The song was written by Dr. Freeze and Color Me Bad with production by Dr. Freeze, who also gave us hits like Poison by BBD and Break a Dawn by Michael Jackson. I was like, oh, all right. Mm, hits indeed. Hits, hits. I Want to Sex You Up was a huge success in the U.S., spending four weeks at number two on the Billboard High 100 and topping both the Hot R&B Singles chart and the Hot Dance Singles chart. And they were also nominated for Best New Artists and for Best R&B Performance by a duo group with vocal for I Want to Sex You Up at the Grammys. Now, mm-hmm. all, although their debut album was a commercial success, moving over 3 million copies and charting high uh, also in the UK and in New Zealand. It received mixed reviews from critics who felt that the content seemed forced and ingenuine. And even though their voices were strong, they seemed to lean heavily like on their good looks and packaging. And by packaging, they meant like their great videos, their clothes, Mm -hmm. the, the marketing photos and stuff. I'm like, man, nah, still. Color Me Bad was everywhere, though, when I Want to Sex You Up dropped. Right. Color Me Bad were those dudes. Like, they were those dudes. I mean, I was in elementary school singing this song at the top of my lungs. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, how the critics gonna talk about, okay, even though their voices were strong, they leaning on their looks, but their voices are strong. But their voices are strong, so you're just mad that I... Are you mad that I look good? Like, they can't help but they also look good. And they got strong voices. What do they mean? I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like make that. No sense. I don't like that either. Like, like, I'm sorry we can sing and we look good. And look good. I'm not leaning on nothing. I'm just getting up here. I'm just getting up here looking guess, good. Leave me alone. I guess, I guess it was too many okay. of them. You know, it was four of them. And they all look good. So, I guess you can have one that look good. You know, I guess. I don't oh, know. it's just supposed to be one. Oh, okay. It's you just know, too much yeah. good lookingness. It's, mm, it's too much. It. But when all four of them, you know, they like, wait, <laughs> now y'all just. <laughs> now y'all just leaning on your you good looks. Look, 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 look. Now y'all just, you know. <laughs> oh, please. Okay. <laughs> whatever <laughs> but whatever but we know what we know because we were there and color me bad i want to sex you up everybody was playing that jam i had the cd yes i used to swoon over all the members and then on top of that another memory unlocked so i was a huge lover of 90210 and i'm talking about the original beverly hills 90210 i'm not talking about that trash remake that they tried to do no. a few years ago. No, I don't even know. Get that trash out of here. I'm talking about Brenda and Dylan and Kelly, okay? But <laughs> there was an episode of 90210 where Color Me Bad was on there, and I about lost my SHIT. I was like, wait. <laughs> Color Me Bad. They going to the Color Me Bad concert? Wait. Yes. Okay. So I was done. I was done that whole week. That whole week. That that was too much for you. (laughs) (laughs) This is just too much. It's sensory overload. Yes. I mean, Brenda and them, Brenda and the gang are going to see Call Me Back. Okay. No. (laughs) And anyway, so let me get to it. So, and then, like, the song was kind of taboo. Like, I kind of get that. The lyrics, though, aren't necessarily raunchy. But but I mm-hmm. do think what was considered kind of risque was the use of the actual word sex 
in the title. Like you rarely have right. songs with that in the title. So I think that was kind of like, oh, oh, you know, people with clutching a true, pearls. true. So that's gonna get <laughs> people immediately interested. It's gonna get people curious about the record. But on top of that, it was just plain old fire. Like it was just plain old fun. It's an awesome sounding jam. It's like fun, good to dance to. A classic yeah. New Jack Swing jam. And that is my second jam, sister. Here for it. Here for it. Well, on to my second jam. A jam. Here we go again. This is a song by American R&B and hip-hop vocal quartet, Portrait, which consisted of members Michael Angelo Salisbury, Irving Washington III, Eric Kirkland, and Philip Johnson. Now, Here We Go Again was the debut single on their debut self-titled album, Portrait, which was released in October of 92 on Capitol Records. Now, the single sampled Michael Jackson's off-the-wall track, I Can't Help It, and it reached number 11 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 3 on the R&B chart in early of 1993. Hmm. The group was featured... Yeah. Now, the group was featured in an episode of Family Matters titled Stormy Weather performing Here We Go Again. Do you remember that episode, sister? I do not. Now, what's wrong with me? I don't know. I feel like I didn't watch Family Matters enough to remember stuff, but I thought you might remember it. But that's okay. I (laughs) I definitely watch Family Matters, and I do not remember Portrait being on there. I remember, like, other musicians being on there because back in the day, musicians used to be on shows. What a time to be alive. What a time, man. Man. Well, in that episode, they were performing at a high school prom where Waldo mentions that he got them to do it because one of the members happens to be his cousin. Waldo adds that his cousin says he'll do whatever Waldo asks him to do as long as he doesn't tell people that they're related. Although Steve Urkel ends up correctly guessing which of the members is Waldo's cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he does. Now that's uh, ringing hilarious. a bell. That's ringing a bell a little bit. I remember oh, that. I had to go like look it up problem. on the YouTube. <laughs> sure. on, the, right, on the YouTube. We're going to get on the YouTube. On the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm at the age where I put the in front of things right. and you don't need to put the. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> elderly years. <laughs> Welcome to the You Remember All These New Jack Swing Jams from the late 80s and 90s. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And that, my friends, is my second jam. Here we go is a jam. Here we go. Going through the same. And the way I had this CD and mom just played Here We Go Again out. When I tell you, definitely mom's you, jam. Mom's jam through at the roof. Okay. Yes. To this day, she be like, yes. oh, here we go again." I'm like, "All right, girl." <laughs> yes. Mm-mm. All right, girl. Let's okay. get on to my third jam. By the way, y'all, technology is just really tripping on us today. So please bear with us if, like, we're kind of like talking over each other or at times or something because yeah it's just being trash at the moment so we're just trying to get through yeah. y'all we're just trying to get through might be a okay. little choppy might be a little yeah. choppy <laughs> like we're trying it is we're doing not, our best <laughs> it is not being our friend today we're gonna have to call them okay <laughs> my third jam 
is spread my wings. Ooh, my one of my favorite jams ever. Okay, spread my wings is this super fire new jack swing jam by American R&B group Troop, which is an acronym for Total Respect of Other People, and it was released. Never knew that. How about I did not know that either, and I was like, "Am I? Am I really who I say I am?" Right. Am I even a music lover? <laughs> Do I, I know even, that? <laughs> right. Do I even love Troop? Because in, in my next bit of notes, I'm like talking about how much I love Troop. But do I really love Troop? If I didn't know that it's still for total respect of other people. Okay. I don't know. We can't I, know everything. Yeah. I love their songs. How about that? There you go. But um, Spread My Wings was their second single from their second studio album, Attitude. So I'm going to try to stay on track because my love for Troop is real. I love Troop. Okay. Spread mm-hmm. My Wings was released in late 1989 and it was written and produced by Chucky Booker, who, side note, Chucky Booker is also fire and gave us some hit New Jack Swing jams himself. We just, mm-hmm. we, we're going to have to talk about him in another episode. But mm-hmm. speaking, speaking of Chucky Booker with his deep dimples, he originally <laughs> he wanted to keep spread my wings for his own 1989 debut album Chucky but group member Steve Russell insisted on recording it for Attitude. Attitude remains Troop's highest selling album to date and it also gave us hits uh in addition to spread my wings it gave us I Will Always Love You and probably one of my most favorite covers in the history of covers. All I do is think of you. A classic. Ciao. <laughs> All I do is think of you is not my jam, but, but girl. It is a jam. And that, Sorry. that goes down in history as a cover that's better than the original. Fight me. And <laughs> <laughs> so spread my wings marked troops first number one r&b hit spending two weeks at the top of the billboard r&b charts spread my wings and fly away and this was also back nice. in the era of videos where they like danced and stuff outside you know <laughs> uh-huh yeah gotta gotta love that time <laughs> What are they doing videos today? Do they have videos? Because I know ain't nobody dancing and stuff in the street. And you know, these coordinated. Well, I guess I don't know, but if they are, they're like dancing with other dancers. We don't really yeah. see the group dancing together anymore and all that. And right, right, outfits yeah. and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. This is true. I don't. This is true. But yes, they were known for their videos outside and dancing in the, you know, Troop was hot. They were hot. I love it. Yes. Love it. All right. Well, on to my third jam. This is a jam. Okay. (laughs) Come on. Let's get into it. I'm ready. ready. Get ready for this one. Y'all get ready. I'm finna finna throw it to you. This is... (laughs) Groove me, okay. Oh, this jam, Groove mm-hmm. Me by Guy. This mm-hmm. one is the definition of New Jack Swing, in my opinion. 
And maybe mm -hmm. I lied when I said Night and Day was my favorite of today's jam because maybe it's this one. I don't know. I got a lot of favorite songs if y'all haven't learned that. But I mean, this is a jam. It's hard. It's now, hard. the it's hard. The term New Jack Swing actually describes the sound produced and engineered by R&B and hip hop artist and producer Teddy Riley. So, of course, we couldn't do this episode without at least one mention of a Teddy Riley jam. Right. Of course, we right. have to. Right. Have to, have to, have to. So Teddy said in an interview. He said, I, de I define the term New Jack Swing as a new kid on the block who's swinging it. Whatever that means, yeah. Teddy Riley. But I guess he's swinging I'm, it. But if that's what it sounds like, I'm with it. Cause, okay. I'm with it. I swing it. Swinging it. The new kid is swinging it. <laughs> now, the, the, the defining feature of Teddy Riley's music was the introduction of swing beats, um, which is a rhythmic pattern using offbeat um, accented 16th note triplets. Now, in an interview with Revolt TV in 2017, Andre Harrell, founder of record label Uptown Records, called Riley the inventor of the sound, hailing him the king of New Jack Swing because he invented it. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. Now, Groove Me was one of five singles released from Guy's debut self-titled album in June of 1988. And the jam reached number four on the Billboard R&B charts and helped the album reach double platinum status in July of 1994. The album itself peaked at number 27 on the Billboard 200 chart. Y'all, Groove Me is Man. such a bop. It's a bop. Boy. I love it so hard. Another one of mom's jams. <laughs> I swear. I mean, a whole how you know that Aaron Hall would come, girl. <laughs> freaking Aaron Hall. Okay, listen. This, I, no, this like, was our, I don't like to talk about Aaron Hall. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, <laughs> Aaron Hall brings emotions that I don't like to feel, <laughs> but not in this song. You don't. Uh, uh it's just one other Aaron Hall situation, girl. But yes, this what we. This way we met Sing. Aaron Hall, girl. Woo, woo. Love Hall. it. Girl, <laughs> it just make you want to go to the club. It just make you want to dance real quick, you know? It do. Oh, such a good song. Oh, well, that's my third jam. I love it, sister. I mean, could there be a better third jam? No. 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 <laughs> Ongi doke. My fourth jam. <laughs> is from one of my favorite boy groups of all time N.E. Heartbreak N.E. Heartbreak is a song performed by American R&B Quintet New Edition and it was their fifth and final I know right it was their <laughs> fifth and final single from their sixth studio album Heartbreak released in mid-1989 N.E. Heartbreak was a major hit written and produced by dynamic duo Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis with some additional production credit being lent to Jelly Bean Johnson. Now, was N.E. Heartbreak among one of their biggest hits? No, technically it wasn't. Based on charting alone, no. It was a hit, yes, but mm -hmm. not one of their biggest ones. But I promise this is probably one of my favorite new edition jams. Like when I think about new edition, 
I think of any heartbreak before I think of anything else. I freaking yes. love this jam. It's so fun. It's it's a good dance track, which you see in a lot of New Jack songs. And it just puts you in a good mood when you hear it. Like when you hear it, you mm-hmm. just like you know, you just like, hey, instant hype. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, any heartbreak peaked at number. 13 on the Billboard R&B singles chart. But what's probably most memorable about this jam is the music video. So mm-hmm. in the video, the group is riding around on mopeds after finishing their heartbreak tour. The video featured many cameo appearances from big celebrities like Robert Townsend, Malcolm Jamal Warner, and Heavy D and the Boys, which, of course, at that time, all of those people were huge, like all of them. So right. it's like you see, you see mm-hmm. them in a you know in the new edition video you're like oh my gosh it's robert townsend remember that was like such a huge deal when you saw a video oh my gosh it's theo theo's in this video you know it's like it's theo it's theo (laughs) (laughs) um oh i just missed those times um so producer jimmy jam talked about how the tour experiences that he and terry lewis had while they were with their former group, The Time, along with new edition stories of the road, brought this song to life. He talked about how during their times of unwinding while they were on the heartbreak tour together, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis would talk to new edition about their times on the road while they were touring with their own band, The Time, with Morris Day. And new edition would share their stories with them as well. So they were like, hey, we need to write a song about these experiences. You know, the one girl that tried to bed, you know, Ralph, but then he found out she's 13. And then, you know, Ronnie. Mm -mm. Right, girl, you know how they be out here. (laughs) Uh, And then, you know, Ronnie giving a girl his number when when he does so, she fall out and faint and all that. So he got to be rushed off without a bodyguard, (laughs) with the bodyguard, like, oh, get out of here, get out of here. She done fainted. So, you know, it's just, (laughs) you know, these stories that they talked about. Mayhem, mayhem. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. Pandemonium. Pandemonium (laughs) and mayhem. And, you know, but they (laughs) they made it fun and light, though. And Michael Bivens was kind of the one that pushed you know, he made it very clear that he, like he wanted the track to be like in this fun direction because like they didn't want it to be all serious yeah. and like like they ain't tripping or nothing. You know, they just like hey, right. you know, it is what it is, <laughs> right? You know, part of life. You know, but I love the song. It's just like I still don't know the lyric because they be singing so fast. You know, my man, my man is old. I'm like. It wasn't in store heartbreak. <laughs> there you go. There you go. She got a few of the words. Go. I, got, I got four of the words. Look at me, y'all. <laughs> That's good enough. <laughs> That's my fourth jam, sister. I love it. My fourth jam. I don't have a whole lot, but my jam is Ain't My Type of Hype. Now y'all know this is a jam. Mm-hmm. Y'all already know it. Ain't My Type of Hype is a song by Full Force, which is an American music group of hip-hop and R&B singers and producers from Brooklyn, New York. And it's from their 1989 album, Smooth. And I did say smooth. smooth with smooth. a V. 
S M O O V E. Okay. <laughs> now, like I said, I couldn't find much info on this one at all, but I'm sure lots of y'all recognize it from the classic film House Party. What? Yes. Yes. Man. A classic. <laughs> Now, Full Force appeared in this 1990 comedy film, House Party, and the first sequel, uh, House Party 2, and they were the bullies of being play in the movie. And although uh, the song was not included on House Party's official soundtrack album, uh, the jam was used in the film's dance battle scene. Now, how could they not have put it on the soundtrack? How do you not put that What the heck is the story behind that? That scene is like one of know. the most epic scenes. Yeah, it's like the most like epic scene. Ain't mm-hmm. hey, my type mm-hmm. of hype, baby. Hey, hey, hey! It's like a jam. That's that's probably like my <laughs> one of my favorite parts in the movie. That's like one of the best parts in the movie. That dance, that dance. Yes. I just so don't understand fine. how that could not have been placed on the soundtrack. Yes. Damn. Yeah, this song is so lit. It just, the song sounds like a party. It was like the perfect song for a freaking movie. Like, because the song sounds like a party is happening already. Like, the beat just makes you want to dance. The ad libs hype you up even more. It's just lit. It's lit. And okay. It's and I love it. So you literally found the word that I was trying to find when I was describing like New Jack. Groove me mm-hmm. sounds like a party. These songs sound like a party. It sounds like a party. You'd be like, yep. that's exactly that's the yep. perfect way to describe it. it ain't my it type sound of like baby. a party. Hey, mm-hmm. girl, mm-hmm. I love it. Yes. <laughs> oh, so yes. Girl, uh, yes. To tonight's homework: go watch House Party. Because Ooh. it's always a good time to watch House Party. Just the first always. one. Always. <laughs> <laughs> now the second yes. one was the second one was cool. The second one was when cool. When did they put TLC in it? I think that's when it got I think weird. that's the <laughs> I think that's the third one. Yeah, I think that's the third one. Now point. the second one was when Kid went to college. That one was still pretty cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, then it got weird and Marcus yes. Houston was in it and I'm like, what? Immature. Okay, That's what yeah, Immature no, was in it and I'm like, what? What? I don't know. So, All right. They done ran out now. See, oh, yeah, right. y'all always got to run out. <laughs> <laughs> see, y'all gonna ran out. Just stop. Stop when Just you see. still got <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but that Ooh. is my fourth jam. Ain't yes. Playlist for the lit. This playlist is lit. Okay. Woo, girl. Let me tell you. Woo. That one got me hyped. That. Mm. Okay. <laughs> let me get to it. My. Let me get to my jam. My last jam. Okay. Is mm-hmm. called him or me. Now I unfortunately could not find much in my research on him or me aside from the fact that it was the debut single by American R&B group called Today from their self-titled debut album and it was released in 1988 under the Motown Records label. Now this jam was written by all four members of the group in addition to 
Eugene Griffin. Now, an interesting note about Eugene Griffin, he is also credited for helping popularize the new Jack Swing genre. And Mm -hmm. finally, it was also produced by Teddy Riley. Now, for those that know this jam, this was probably one of the lesser known jams um, of the 10 that we're talking about, although I freaking love this song. Um, If anyone knows this, they know that intro, Ham, me. Ham, me. Do you want Ham or me? That's actually Teddy Riley doing those vocals, which I didn't know. I didn't know that. I thought it was just like one of the members of the group. So Mm -hmm. the song is about this man who is asking his girl like, hey, I see that you're clearly into someone else in addition to me. So I need you to make a choice. Is it going, is it going to be him or me? And I'm like, uh-uh, sir, just remove yourself because at this point, don't choose me. Don't, don't, don't. Basically. <laughs> okay. Do you want me or, or him? No, no. If you need to go <laughs> elsewhere while you're with me, let me, let me just make it easier for you. This is one of my models. I'm like, no, let me make it easy for you. But then they want to get mad. I'm like, well, see, yeah, <laughs> go on, on they, they want both. Is the they thing wa- that's the thing? <laughs> and then that's when we find out. Well, no, so go on over no. there. Well, <laughs> but anyway, this is what he's asking in this song, and I'm like, Mm-mm. but I'm going to dance to it because it's fire. Now. Okay. For me, for me with this jam, though, it is about the vocals for me. They killed this song vocally, particularly lead singer Frederick Lee Bubba Drakeford. He just sounds mm-hmm. so passionate and like he's singing from his stomach. Is it from the stomach or the chest? If you know the sound real good, like, is it the uh, chest? I don't know. I don't I know. I no singer. Right. But he's singing from one probably, of them. From because, down in his gut. <laughs> yeah, down deep. <laughs> I really right. love this song. And and I kind of pick up, even though the song is like a nice little dance tune or whatever, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of lit. I still kind of feel like the passion and kind of like the hurt from when he's singing about it. Yeah. You know, so it's like this perfect balance to me. And this was back when we had those R&B groups, right? Like, th- we are back in the era where, like, the group was everywhere, whether male or female groups, right? I miss groups yes. so hard. Same. I, I miss groups with everything in me. And this jam was one of my faves from back then. We unfortunately didn't hear much more from today as their debut album had moderate success thanks to hits like this one reaching number 11 on the R&B albums charts. But then their second album didn't do as well. And it produced a few hits for them though. One of them being why you getting funky on me, which was also (laughs) featured on the house party soundtrack. Well, this one was actually on the soundtrack for a house party in 1990. Why you getting funky on me? Tell me, girl, why you getting funky on me? That's that part where Kid was asking, uh, what's, what, what was Tisha Campbell's character name? Sid, Sydney. Girl, don't give me a line. I just call her Gina and everything I see her. <laughs> right, she is Gina. She is Gina and she everything. Gina. Her name is even, Gina. <laughs> even before she was Gina. Okay, that's right. Gina. <laughs> I'm going back and retroactive. 
retroactively name your character Jaina. You is Jaina, that's all. Okay. <laughs> but um there's this part in house party where kid is asking Sydney to dance and she's like, No, no, because he had like hurt her feelings or mm-hmm. something at this point. And he's like, Will you mm-hmm. dance with me? And he's like, and she's like, No, no, this song is playing. And so that is the the group today, which was another one of the jams. But this I one is him it. or me. Him or me. Go listen to it, y'all. A jam. Yeah. All right. Well, my fifth and final jam is just get paid. Hey, it's Friday. Hey, hey. Y'all know it. <laughs> All right, hey. Yes. This is a 1988 single by singer-songwriter Johnny Kemp. And the song started as an instrumental track by Teddy Riley, intended for Keith Sweat's 1987 debut, Make It Last Forever. But Keith Sweat ultimately passed on the song. And Kemp then recorded a demo of it, intending for it to be used by another singer. But his scratch vocal ended up on the final release. Like, not y'all. It just, this song had a lot of intentions before it came to be. Right. And Johnny <laughs> Kemp did that. I like song. He did that. I like mm-hmm. how it ended up for sure. For sure. Now the song hit <laughs> the song hit number one on the US R and B and dance charts and it reached number ten on the Billboard Hot One Hundred. And Just Got Paid received a Grammy Award nomination for Best R&B Song at the 31st Grammy Awards in 1989, but it lost out to Anita Baker's Giving You the Best That I've Got. And that was some tough competition, so I can't really be mm. mad. Giving You the Best That I've Got actually isn't one of my favorite Anita songs, honestly. I like it. You do? I like it. I'm trying I'm to see, like, don't I like it better than Just Got Paid? I mean, well, how do you really compare Just Got Paid to the right. Baker? I feel like, I don't know. It's kind of tough, yeah. but it is kind of weird. Yeah. I mm-hmm. get it. So this song was covered by NSYNC on their album, No Strings Attached, which came out in 2000. Y'all, okay, I'm going to get to it. <laughs> no Strings Attached was also, I mean, not No Strings Attached, but the NSYNC cover was um was also produced by Teddy Riley. And this was also my jam, okay? <laughs> that NSYNC cover was my jam. First of all, the whole No Strings Attached album was my jam. Okay, their okay. Cover, Right. How about it that? It was a good album. Okay. Yes. Next time yeah. we come around to albums with no skips, I might have to throw <laughs> but, <laughs> but this is my jam. And JC was singing his tail off on that cover. Okay. Like that was JC's song. He he led that song. It wasn't Justin Timberlake. That was JC's song and he was killing it. Look, and we mentioned that in a previous episode where like JC's vocals are superior. Yeah, top notch, top notch. Superior, yeah. And Just Got Paid, the Johnny Kemp version again, also appears in Love and Basketball. And that movie soundtrack was pretty fire. So next time we come around to soundtracks, might have to throw that on there. Okay. (laughs) Perfecto. Yes, yes. Love it. Just Got Paid, classic hit, classic party, dance, club hit. Another mama favorite. And everybody know that feeling. Yes. Everybody know that feeling when you just got paid. It's Friday night. It's mm-hmm. a good feeling. Now you know yes. you need a song for that. 
Yeah, you trying to go out, you trying to spend some little money on some drinks. He was there for you yes. for that mood, okay? Absolutely. Yes. Well, I think that's it for our New Jack Swing discussion. We yes. hope y'all enjoyed it. We hope we brought y'all back to some good memories of the mm. 90s when everything was lit and music was fire. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hopefully y'all didn't get too sad like I did while we was researching these jams. <laughs> right. Re- realizing that this time is gone. <laughs> right. That we're very much not there anymore. But hey, we had a time. Then we, we had okay. a time. <laughs> and we still got the music. <laughs> Listen to right. the playlist and feel the vibes. Feel exactly. The vibes. Exactly. <laughs> Anything else, my sister? Nope. Just you guys remember to rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. If that's where you listen, leave a one-line review on Apple Podcasts. If you're on Spotify, just leave a quick little five-star rating. It's just a tap of a finger, you guys. It's really helpful in helping us grow. Other than that, that's that's it. it. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of My Sister's Sham Podcast. Please remember to rate and review the show. Follow us on social media at My Sister's Sham on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have questions or feedback, you can always email us at mysisterssham at gmail.com. And shout out to Matt Monroe Music for our original intro music. Thanks. See you next week. Bye.